As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. DRC, I regret to inform you that I am embarking on a long journey. I figured you would miss my stories while I'm gone, so I wrote this one down for you to tide you over during my absence. I've actually been sitting on this one for a while. Didn't mean to tell it at the right time. But Pierce, time's run out. So here it is. A story I've kept from you for far too long. However, you do need to know that the following events will likely contain a few spooky elements of some nastier descriptions, specifically some body and cosmic horror, uh, as well as some details of intense violence. These were dark times, and I won't hold it against you if you can't continue. So, be advised, this is a story about sinners and the ancient sins that poisoned their land. This is the Sinner Saga. Starry night. Twelve moons can be seen in various stages in the sky above. The great rings of ice arc across the sky, forever wrapping around the world. A fossil. A town. An ancient titan turned haven for those who live on the frontier of the Arkwind, the undying storm. A heavy iron door swings open. The cool night breeze carries two wayward souls to the front door of Taventown. Two silhouettes, one holding up the other, with moonlight streaming in behind them, and salvation in front of them. Mike and Sam, please describe your characters for the audience. Oh man, uh, do you want me to go first, Mike, or...? Uh, go for it, sir. Alright. Uh, yeah, so my character is named Warren Morris, and Warren, uh, kind of, kind of has a, uh stereotypical kind of cowboy look about him i guess he's got um 
a nice bushy mustache. It's got some stubble coming in. Slick, like combed back, pomade hair. Uh, black hat, black vest, black pants, white shirt. Just kind of a classic dandy look. Uh, but his eyes are where he looks a little different. He, he looks like a general human from Earthwood. Uh, but his eyes are these, like, the sclera is this pitch black, and his irises shine this gold. And currently, he is very exhausted. Specifically, three levels of such. Oh, shit. Uh, I was somewhere in between three or four, so... Okay, alright, um... Yeah, so, hello, hello listeners. My character is Arthur Arca. I am a lizard, which is a sort of humanoid lizard species. Um, I'm currently in this... Was it a bar, correct? Uh, you just entered the town of Taven. So, Taven is built into the remains of an ancient titan. Uh, if you guys want, you can decide what the skull of the titan looks like, because you are currently entering it, and then there is an iron door inside the mouth that lets you into the actual town. The entire town is barred off from the a- from the outside to prevent sand and wind from blowing through. It has tusks. Yeah. I like okay. the tusks idea. What kind of tusks? Are they just like big and jutting out or probably like antler type tusks oh. with like jagged? I'm gonna say there's multiple. Ooh. I think they, they curve up to the point where they're like going circular, like wrapping into itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a ram's horn, kinda. Kinda, like a mammoth. But instead of going mm-hmm. out, more like a cinnamon roll, but not as tight. Ah. You guys walk past these massive, jutting, swirling tusks in front of you, both of which look like. Uh, what, what's a good size description for these? They are like buildings. They're like two or three story buildings in front of you. Jesus. And you walk past all these rows of teeth, and then you enter through that iron door into the town itself. Uh, Mike, do you have to con- any continuation of your description for your character? Um, well, I guess I'm I'm not as well dressed as uh, Warren Morris. It's more I'm wearing more of a loose clothing. Uh, because I tend to reside in the desert mostly, but in, in, in this occasion, I'm going inside the town. But yeah, definitely more of a nomadic look about me. I guess, yeah, that, that's all, That's all, young man. You open this door, and inside the town, you can see that it is primarily lit by what is a permanent enchantment of torch fire, that despite the fact that in this region, magic is highly shunned upon, it is allowed because the magic enchantment was casted before such laws went into effect, so people just kind of ignore it. Uh, primarily because the fire doesn't give off any smoke, and this is a contained town, so smoke could be pretty dangerous. Uh, you notice all the buildings here are made of sandstone, and the architecture focuses on comfort over style with this very efficient use of space. And as you walk in, with one of you being very exhausted, People are going to take interest in you, being newcomers, and one of you injured at that. Uh, have I been here before? If I would say that is up to you, uh, probably. Uh, But it definitely looks different now from when you were here before. Yeah, uh, can I... Can I, uh, kind of 
<clears throat> like motion to a passerby, like just someone standing off to the side. Sure. You motion to an old woman, specifically a Drakthili woman. This is primarily a Drakthili sediment, uh, who is wearing a green and brown dress. Uh, she also has like a tattoo on her neck that's multi- that's mostly obscured by her multicolored shawl, which has a similar gradient to a sunset. Uh, and she notices you and kind of like waddles on over. She says, yeah, what kind of do for you? Excuse me, ma'am. I, I was curious when I don't remember that, uh, building being there. When did that go up? Oh, oh, that one over there? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a sail steelsman, a sand sail sailery. Uh, he, he sails sand sails? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, how long have you, how long has it been since you've been here? Would you believe me if I said I wasn't quite sure? Yep. I'm not quite sure. Well, I've been on plenty of few banders in my day, so I get where you're coming from. This woman looks like she's like 70 or 80, by the way. Okay. Uh, she has horns coming out of her head that kind of curve in like a ram horn style. Um, and... So except with you, it's like, well, do you need any help getting anywhere? You look pretty worse for wear. My friend here, uh, Arthur, uh, kind of dragged me in here. I, I am indeed quite exhausted. Yeah, you're weirdly charismatic for a man who looks like he's dying. Death tends not to shine as harshly on those who... I have stared it in the face their fair share. Edgy. Cool. Follow me. Uh, and she just starts walking off. During this conversation, I'm I'm looking around, so is there anything I notice? Very general, uh, but... Well, you live in the area, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you probably would have gone in here a few times for resources and stuff. You don't notice anything particularly out of the order, ordinary, specifically because it is nighttime. So most people are inside. Uh, it's not like super late into the night. I'd say if anything, it's like 9 or 10 p.m. So people, some people are settling in, um, but there are occasionally a person or two out and about. So nothing looks too peculiar to you. I'm just going to be on alert. Uh, so as you're walking, the old woman says, uh, people, people around here call me Granny Feck, by the way. I'm sorry to trouble you, uh, Mrs. Feck, but... I am at a loss for words. I have... It feels like this place has changed in a day. That's kind of strange. Pretty strict, sleepy town. We don't get a lot, whole lot done. Say, that building over there, it was under construction when I was last here. When did that... How long has that been there? Uh, are you talking about the same one that you were talking about before? Different building. Different building? Uh, alright, that's, uh, you mean Stan's Potion Shop? <laughs> You're just gonna make me name all of these fucking businesses. <laughs> I want the world building to be immaculate, Alex. Well, uh, to my knowledge, uh, this, uh, that, that building, I don't know, Stan moved here about six years ago, I think? It's been, uh, I think they finished building it about, uh, four or so years ago. I mean, he spent a lot of time just moseying around with a little cart instead before he decided to build something. Four years ago. Yeah, that's when they finished. 
Huh. Must be a pretty long bender, huh? Yeah. Uh, I do believe I need some uh, medical attention. It feels like my intestines are worming their way through my gut. Mm, I know I know what that feels like. Uh, don't worry, we're almost there. And she leads you to what is comparatively a smaller building. Uh, that's you, You've kind of gone through the fossil of the Titan a bit, and you're, you're, you just finished going through the row of houses that's surrounding like the neck of it and you've just made your way into the rib cage which uh as you can see much more expansive area there's more rows of buildings uh a lot of the larger buildings are built into the ribs themselves for more structural support uh and this is very much more open and like community community-esque area uh and she leads you to a smaller than usual building uh that simply says doctor on the front on a sign uh and she just goes in tries to open the door notices it doesn't work all right give me a moment gentlemen uh and then she kicks the door down is is that how y'all greet people in these parts well i keep telling him that he can't keep locking up that door if he's gonna act like he wants to be some emergency care unit or whatever anyway craig get your ass out here uh, and this old woman shuffles on in here with a door that has not been blown off its hinges. It's definitely just been, like, popped open because it, uh, this door opens inwards and she just, like, popped it out. So you can tell that she's done this enough times where, uh, it just has a mechanism that allows her to do that without harming the door too much. Uh, and you see a lazard in here who is kind of wearing, like, a dusty old doc- like, white doctor's jacket. Uh, and he has kind of like a leopard gecko appearance. Uh, he says, all right, gentlemen, this is Craig Forrest, the town physician. Uh, he, he'll be taking care of y'all. Uh, and Craig, who was in the middle of a nap at his desk, uh, moves his head up slowly and goes, what's going on? Craig, someone's dying. You need to deal with it. Oh, shit. Um... Hello there, gentlemen. My name is Craig Forrest. What can I do for you? Well, I was hoping you would tell me. You see, I am currently dying, and I don't know how I can be undying, if you understand what I'm saying. All right, look, give, give me a minute to search around. He starts uh, doing a classic, quick physical, uh, with rudimentary kind of... 1800s-esque uh, instruments. Nothing too pseudoscience-y, but he is, like, going around trying to check your blood pressure, checking your heartbeat. Uh, he checks the uh, tissue, on like, underneath your eyelid uh, real quick, and he's just like, looks to me like you're uh, dehydrated. I'm gonna put you on an IV, and uh, I think you should rest here for the night. If you insist. Alright, get on the bed. Why is this guy so smooth? <laughs> What? His voice or me? No, I just think in general, he you have such a smooth composure. Like, I do believe I'm dying. Suave. Well, mm-hmm. I, I like to think that in times of worry, if you have a little head, then that doesn't hurt nobody. You feel a prick and a tube goes into your arm. Ow. That was painful. Yeah, that's why I didn't give you no warning. That 
That okay. That does seem like a very medically sound practice. Uh, I do want to point out that he did not sanitize the wound before oh. the the whole the, the spot before. Wonderful. Uh, just just a quick question. I need a reminder. So Drakthili, they're essentially like tieflings. Is that correct? Am I mixing up aesthetically? So um, this was talked about in our session zero, which was on our Patreon. So quick history lesson. The Drakthili and the Felane are the same race. They are the same race of people. However, the Drakthili do tend towards more tiefling-esque traits with like horns and maybe some like hooves or even more outlandish features such as scales. Uh, but the Felane can also have traits such as that, but they do tend more towards uh, more humanoid or elvish traits. It, the, it varies a lot depending on kind of where they're from. And... Uh, when the Arkwin came uh, 10, 15 years ago, a war immediately broke out afterwards when the Drakthili and the Felane were forced to bring back, g- go back together. So the main distinction is that it's a cultural difference. So you can usually tell someone's Drakthili just by the way that, like, what kind of clothes they're wearing, whether or not they tend towards more earthy clothes or earthy looking clothes or more like fantastical colors. It's... It's less physical, more cultural. Okay, I got you. Well, uh, I'll be uh, in the other room. Holler if you need anything. Just stay on this. Uh, we'll, we'll just keep you here for the night to make sure you're going to be okay, all right? That sounds perfectly excellent. All right. Now, Craig, is there an inn nearby I could stay at? I was just about to tell you about that. Uh... We don't have any, well, we don't have like a, like a, we don't have a hotel or a resort or anything, but I would say your best bet is the Sandhole Saloon, which uh, typically has extra rooms available for passerbys. I do remember the place. Could you point me in the right direction very quickly and I'll be on my way. I'll come by in the morning to see my new friend. Yeah, it's on the uh, other side of the rib cage over there. He points out the window, and you can kind of see a little a little sign that says the Sandhole Saloon uh, off in the distance. Okay. Uh, there's definitely more light coming from that building than others. Ah, uh, busy place at night, huh? Well, yeah, it's a small town. Everyone goes to the bar after work. Except for me. Never stop working. It is your profession. I'll be off now. All right, enjoy your night. And... Make sure I'm holding my hat on my head cinematically, and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, now we are going to move over to the Sandhole Saloon. Definitely one of, if not the largest buildings in all of Taven. It uh, is built into the center of the rib cage and kind of hugs one of the ribs as it goes up, probably about three or four stories. And inside this building, you can hear just some quiet, soft, uh, country or jazzy music coming from a piano. Uh, it's not as busy as one would think at this time. There's, there's probably about four or five people on the saloon floor just hanging out, enjoying a drink, talking to each other. One of which is Sean's character. Sean, would you like to describe yourself? Yes, I would love to. So, my character's name is Matthias Ambrose, 
and he is an awakened cactus. So he's like this sentient cactus kind of, um, and he's um, he's very large. He's six foot ten. <laughs> And he's got these, um, well, he's a cactus, so as you can imagine, he's got, like, these little pricks that run up and down his legs, as well as some larger ones that kind of come out of his back and his legs. And, um, he's kind of like the, um, he's the more reserved type. Like, he takes a long time to open up to people, but he's one of those people that once he does open up, you, you know, you, you got a friend with you. Um... And as of right now, he's just, um, he's, he just kind of drifts from place to place, um, just looking for work and everything like that. So he kind of does his own thing. How long do you think you've been in Taven? Um, I would say maybe seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And would you like to expand upon the description of the Sandhole Saloon at all? Yeah, yeah, of course. So the saloon is, um, it's, uh, partially made out of wood. Um, he originally, Matthias, originally came over to this area because, as I mentioned, he's a drifter, but his main line of work is he works in business. So he's not (laughs) vaguely business. He works in business? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you do? Business. Well, we he does all job work in business. business. <laughs> I'm he's an a, accountant. He's an inspector for businesses. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he 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 kind of goes town to town and just looks for places that may um, may be in violation of things or could use a little bit of improvement for a fee. And that fee is how he affords, like, food, water, housing, all of that stuff. So he doesn't really have, like, a central place. Um, so he just kind of goes around and does his own thing. But, yeah, the saloon is very, um, it's very rustic. Um, we got the, the stereotypical, like, push doors that, like, rise up, like, half, halfway from, like, the top of the door to the bottom that you like push open to be dramatic the floorboards kind of squeak um there you know there's a spit bucket in the corner um and the band there's there's a band that plays there every now and then um mostly operates off of like open jam sessions um but they got like a standard you know standard jazz thing as you were as you were mentioning alex um and that they operate off of tips and everything like that. So it's just a nice place to kind of hang out. And as you said, like after a long days of work, you just go out and hang out at the bar and just relax for a little bit. As you're uh, sitting here at the bar, kind of lamenting and observing the establishment, uh, a lazard walks through the door, specifically Arthur. Boosh! I don't actually uh, push the doors that hard open. That's just... I'm just saying <laughs> How hard do you push them? Hmm. I push them with it's normal force. I, I very gingerly push them, making sure that there's no squeaking, despite the fact that the inside is loud enough that you would never hear it. Make a... Oh, come on. Slide of hand check. <laughs> I hate these things. First roll of the campaign. Ten. See how large... What was that? A Ten. Middle of the road. 
Um, right as you start, it goes, Eep! and then it, you continue, and it sways open without too much noise. But definitely, <laughs> but it I failed. Grab an attention. Of, but I uh, failed my objective. You didn't fail your objective. Uh, and Matthias, you hear that as the Lazard comes over. Yeah. I I look over at him, and then I I just kind of like flag him down. I'm just like, yeah, uh, it does that. Uh, I that was yeah, part I of the thing. I walk over to the. You're at the. He's at the bar, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll walk over to him when he when he waves his cute little cactus hand at me. <laughs> he's six ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait. Is it? Am I wow. stuck to the chair? <laughs> <laughs> um. I would say. I think you've been here enough or you've come by enough times where there is a little pin cushion seat oh, that good. they put on whatever stool you go to sit on. <laughs> uh, Agatha Markson, the owner of the saloon, as well as the bartender, uh, who's currently uh, just wiping down the uh, bar, goes, Oh, a newcomer, what can, I, what can I get you? Could I have a glass of water, please? <clears throat> been a while oh water huh sure you don't want any whiskey why not or perhaps one of each do it all right that'll be three o's uh i want to point this out for the audience uh the monetary system in this game is backed by water uh that's how scarce it is it's called o's or ounces because it's supposed to be representative of a certain volume of water. However, the monetary value is kind of fluid, so it really isn't worth as much of an ounce of water. It's 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 fluid, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> oh yeah, how much money do we have? Um, I think based on backstory stuff, usually each person starts with about with okay. around ten. Anyway, she said uh, three O's for the for the whis- whiskey and a and a water. I give the money. You give you give the notes that are uh, uh, specifically paper notes that are have like legal stuff inscription inscription that talk about uh, water and its ownership by the Hydro Collective. And you hand them over, and she uh, gives you the drinks. And can I get you anything else for you, Matthias? What do, what do I have right now? Uh, right, I'd say that's up to you. Okay. Um, I kind of look down at like this empty little shot glass that has like a little bit of beer left in the bottom, and I was like, you know, I just had a rough job over at the other town. There was um, my foot fell through the floor. <laughs> so uh, yeah, why not? I'll take I'll take another I'll take another beer. All right, that'll just be one O for you. All right, there you go. All righty, well, you gentlemen enjoy, and uh, yeah, you see, you can see that she went like went to uh, tell you guys something as her eyes were darting back uh, in between you guys, but she decided against it. So, how long have you been here in the town? That is, how long have I been here? Is that what you asked? Yes, Matthias. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Part of my manners. Um, what's your name? You can call me Art. My father gave me that name. Okay, Art, pleasure to meet you. As I kind of, like, 
I stick out my cactus hand, then I kind of look at the pricks, and I could just kind of put it back. <laughs> I don't. I so, don't want to. So, so you're you're how old, and you're still like accidentally offering a cactus hand for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, never gets any easier. <laughs> um. Well. Yeah, I've been here for like um. Uh, within like this certain town, I I've come I've come to and from. Like I've been here like seven eight years but as of right now from this trip i was actually examining this place a little bit to see um i got hired as i was walking through here um i've been here maybe maybe a couple days by now but mostly i do tend to stay around this general area which has been about the past seven to eight years i would say what about you how long have you been here I have been nearby my entire life, hmm. but I haven't been to this town in a while. Oh, really? Why is that? I live on a farm, my father's farm, and it's been years since he's left, and I've been working my ass off keeping it going. It's a moisture farm. We're visited by the Hydro Collective quite often. Very strict. Oh, yeah. Yeah, luckily for me, I'm a cactus, so um, I don't really do too much with water, but... <laughs> Must be nice. I've heard a lot about those Hydro Collective people. They're on our currency, for God's sake. So, um, like, uh, what kind of work do you do on the moisture farm? <laughs> Everything. Everything. I'm all alone. Wow. I've been alone for a long time. At this point, Agatha's gonna swing back around, uh... There's a look on her face that definitely indicates that she's been listening on your, on, in on your conversation and feels bad. Uh, and she says, um, are you going to be needing a room for tonight? Yes. All right, let me just check this ledger, our ledger real quick. And she goes over to, uh, well, she just like picks up a binder out from under the bar, starts flipping through it. So, all right, let me, that's weird. What? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It looks like we're filled. But that can't be right. Barely seen anyone today. Well, um Do you got do you got my name down in there by any chance? Oh yeah, I do. Okay. Um well if this doesn't get resolved, Art, uh you can you can take my room. I can I can find somewhere else and I won't I won't charge you a thing for it. I'll actually tell you what, um Matthias, do you mind, uh, seeing as this is kind of your line of work, mm. could you go through and investigate some of these rooms for me? Heck yeah, yeah. I just, I feel like I've barely seen anyone all day. We can't be at max capacity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what kind of, do you have, like, a list of rooms in particular you want me to do, or you just want me to go, like, knock it around and see what I can find? Well, and I'm going to yada yada over this. She she looks around and points out everyone who's in, like, the saloon room, which I said was, like, four or five people, and says, like, well, these rooms are probably fine because I can see all of them right here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of them, well, I don't remember a few of these folks. Uh, and she, you can see the, um, she shows you the binder, and, in fact, she'll be like, all right, here, you can just have this and go through and just... Just give, just knock on some doors, open them if they're unlocked and no one answers. Okay. Yeah. Um, all of the, all of these have like the same general 
a description on them of like first name, last name, and like an address for sending a bill if they don't pay it or something. Mm -hmm. With the exception of one of them, Mm -hmm. which just has one word on it and no address. What does it say? Closet. Uh, Audrey, what does the name say? Um, I think the name on the ledger would be, um, kind of their original name, the name their creator gave them, which is, uh, 420-G9. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, do you know what this is? I kind of point to Agatha. Um, I've never seen, like, anyone with, like, these numbers and letters before, like... Do you know what this means? I think I, think I remember the, that fella. He was a, was a strange one. I think I heard these men uh, running around investigating the town. Uh, oh my god, that's so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, you so just got it. I thought, Alex, I thought about this weeks ago and have tried oh so hard god. not to tell you. 42069. That's brilliant. Yeah, I gave my character 42069, <laughs> baby. God damn it. <laughs> You guys aren't going to have to call him that, don't worry. Some folk just, like, fully clothed, head to toe. I don't think I can make out their face. Huh. Okay, well, um... If I end up being vaporized by some space laser, then... You know what happened to me. <laughs> Alright, um... I'll go check those out for you. As, she, as you're walking away, she goes, The fuck is a laser? I get weird Anyway, pieces. you could. <laughs> <laughs> You you go upstairs. And um I have like a certain routine about this. I I use <laughs> Wait, are these doors made out of wood? I'd say so. So every I'd time say the walls are sandstone and the wood and the doors are wood. So assuming I like knock on the door hard enough, does my arm get like stuck in the door? <laughs> um <laughs> If you really want to roll for, uh, what would that be? Like an attack roll or sleight of hand? Yeah, I'll roll for it. Just just because I'll roll for it. Um, roll for or, arm stick. Or just like a general dexterity check. Honestly, I'd take a multitude of stuff. That's a total of four. Uh, wow. You go to knock on it and you just get one. And your knuckles are kind of stuck to it. God um, Damn it, Audrey! You hear a single bump outside your door, and then a few mumbled curse words. Uh, I I will go ahead and open the door. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you open it, and it swings open, and it's still attached to your arm. Matthias. <laughs> ow! 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 Oh, here. Let me help. Oh, thank you, Audrey. Describe your character. Um, you all, you all see, um, a six foot tall figure. Um, he's got cow print chaps on, but there are uh, old dried blood spots that are, the stains are so old at this point that they are almost pink. And she's wearing a long, um, like deep crimson duster with a rifle. And, um, oh shit, what's the thing called with, that, that you keep the ammo in? The, a bandolier? Bandolier. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. 
um, a, a bandolier across um, just a bare chest and a old, old, decrepit cowboy hat with very uh, with fringe hanging all around it that is obviously old and breaking off and missing in some points and has a very obvious claw mark across the top of it. Um, their face itself is kind of strange because there is no face. It's just um, pure flat glass, no features, no anything. Uh, and if you kind of look in between the clothes at the hands and things like that. It's all just pure, solid glass. Well, it seems this room is occupied. Yeah, uh, are you, um, and I pull up my notes, are you 420-G9? I have had many names, but yes, that is the one I gave here. Okay, great, great. Just wanted to make sure this room was occupied, because apparently, according to uh, the bartender lady downstairs, um, there's been some... Wait, are we upstairs? Yeah, you're upstairs right now. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so Agatha, we, um, we heard there was some possibilities that some rooms may be supposedly occupied but not because there's not that many people here so she just sent us up here to check so good thing this room is safe so i'll mark this one down on my sheet yes it is occupied okay great and i kind of motion over to art and i'm like um how many rooms do we have left uh uh dm how many rules how many rooms do we have left (laughs) Would you like me to knock on the doors for you? Um, if you would like to help, sure. I mean, that would that would be great. Um, I I just make a note down here on which ones are currently not occupied and which ones are. I'd say there's about four left. Okay. Yeah. So right. we could just go and knock these out right now. Hot knock these out. Um. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. You guys go along down the hall towards the other rooms that are supposedly occupied but perhaps they are not uh and you knock on one of them and there is no answer Um, knock again knock once more i use my foot this time a loud doom doom and no answer is it locked the door is locked see um well i guess um i guess we could talk to agatha downstairs because maybe um maybe she has like a master key or what something y'all need? she yells from downstairs <laughs> you got a key yep and you just hear uh jingle jingle as she tosses like one up onto the railing that you guys are on and it just falls into the floor oh great thank you and I, I kind of fondle with it to try and, like, get it in my cactus hands. And then I try and, like, fidget with a knob and eventually slide it in and open the door. Uh, you open the door, and you can see that there is no one in here, but there is someone's stuff in here. The window is open, and the sheets are overturned. Actually, no, they're specifically pulled off and on the floor, is what I will say. 
You can make an investigation check if you'd like to learn more. Yeah. I'd like to learn more, DM. Okay, I'd say one of you can do it with help. But you have to decide who wants to do it. Oh, I just rolled. Wow. Oh, okay. Just, just roll another one and take the higher. <laughs> uh, so I should just roll again? Yeah, because the others are helping you. Okay, yeah. Uh, 18. So with an 18, you look inside and you look at the window and you notice that the latch on it is broken. And if you kind of think about it and look around, it looks like the sheets were dragged towards the window. Almost as if someone was sleeping and was pulled out of bed through the window and the sheets were dragged with them. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.